and welcome to the Pathfinder podcast episode 8 with me and my dad Gary and I sort of just pick his brains about all things life, career, business, everything he's learned on his journey from being not particularly successful to very successful. And this episode today we're going to be talking about happiness. Uh, Happiness, gratitude and the gap is what I've written down uh, which will all become a little bit clearer as we um, keep talking but well I think a nice way to start um, this section is um, we've spoke a lot about gratitude over the years but to have a little reflection between us right now about what we're grateful for. I think um, the, the one that really springs to mind that I, I'm very conscious of is how the NHS you know has constantly been vilified in the in the media and the press and I've never subscribed to that actually because all the experiences I've ever had with it have been positive it's uh, if you look at the world stage we're very highly regarded as having a national health service and i think it's something we should be proud of and it's taken a, a crisis for that to happen really which is a shame but in which is positive but certainly grateful for those people who have gone to work on the front line not quite knowing the reality but knowing they're in danger and still doing it i think that's a a real positive and all the other frontline staff i think you know right right to the white van man driver you know They've delivered our Amazon Amazon goods without, you know, uh, challenge and uh, they've been out there. So I think certainly great gratitude for other people and how important people are to your lives. I heard that Amazon were doing like, um, you know, their peak Christmas day of deliveries or whatever it is before Christmas. They've been doing that every single day for the last three months. Yeah, I can believe so that. So that's, that's a huge impact to put on those people who have still been delivering our birthday presents, our you know, any random gym equipment or whatever people have been ordering. Well, I know, uh, yes, and, and I was watching, um, I didn't watch it for long, but it was 10 or 15 minutes last night of, of tea bags. You know, you forget the staple diet of the British public, really, with crisps, uh, biscuits uh, and tea and things have just shot through the roof in, in a time of crisis. So, you know, all these companies and what have you have had to adapt. Uh, and they were showing how they'd adapt the, the uh, what was it last night? Oh, tea bag machine. Inside the, is it, was it inside the factory? Yeah, I think that's what it was yeah, called. And, and just incredible programme. Because what we don't do, and I am as guilty as anybody else, is we are not grateful for a cup of tea. We just stick the tea bag in and it goes. But that last night it showed from picking the uh, plant, which is just the tips in Kenya, all the way through to the tea bag, Thai food tea, if you like. The journey is just immense, and the thinking that goes behind to make sure it's perfect cup of tea, time and time again, and the consistency, and just phenomenal, really. <laughs> and it just makes you—it's your point, really. Which is you've got to be grateful for small things. Just for that journey is immense. So be grateful for just small things as well as as the big things, if you can. And you need time to do that because we're all busy people. So I think um, the COVID has given people a bit more time to think about things and be grateful for other things. Um, So, yeah, I think I'm certainly grateful for that. On a personal level, I'm grateful that I'm healthy and and happy and uh, and, uh, have a a nice house to to COVID in, really. We've spoke about this before as well. There's something I find really interesting and I've heard you mention before about 
people who from the outside look super successful so they might have a fantastic house a really successful business they might be driving a lovely car um but sometimes those people can still be unhappy and i think that's reflected in things like gratitude because you know we we talk about the gap so you're always looking forward always looking for the next thing striving success 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 which is really important but if you don't take the time to look back at what you've already done then you can find yourself in that gap and and find yourself quite unhappy is that something that you've seen in sort of people that you know who are successful oh unquestionably and i think you know you've got to be we have to just spend a little time not a massive understanding you know definition of success and i think there's there's different ones i I always separate you know you can be financially the easiest one we use is is money okay so you know we have the sunday times rich list and all that sort of thing but to be rich is not necessarily um happy Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a difference uh, and not necessarily successful in my view i think success you know you need to be a you need to be wealthy, I think. And wealthy, I mean, not just money, I think in your mind and everything else that goes with it. And, it, and it, if you just break it down a little bit, let's just let's just pick on one. So can you be successful and unhappy? Yes, you can. Because often you strive or, and I think it's linked to the gap. Okay, so what is the gap? The gap is you have an ideal in your mind uh, and it's sometime in the future that you are going to be X or Y. So it could be, let's just say, you're as wealthy as, you know, um, you're a millionaire. Let's use that word. You're a millionaire and that will make you happy and everything else. And it doesn't, you know, it, it, your happiness comes from within inside you. And you can often be in the gap because your ideal, you never meet it. So when you get close to that millionaire, you want two million, you mm-hmm. want five million, you want a boat, you want a plane. There's always a gap of where in your mind of where success lies and that is a really bad place to be because there's always somebody wealthier than you well not always but most of the time uh, if there's (laughs) there's eight billion of us it's seven you know it's the one down from eight billion really um so it's 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 always striving for something you're never going to achieve and it's really important that you know my coach talks about you can be successful and happy or you can be successful and unhappy. It's your choice. And he defines it as simple as the gap, okay, and the gain. So measure backwards. Only ever measure backwards. So look, we used to, we do a, every 90 days, I go to Toronto, I listen to Dan, it's brilliant. And one of the first things we do is sit down in those 90 days. As you're coming in, as you're literally walking into the program day, you have, and the day before and the night before, you have loads of things in your mind which you haven't done which irritate you. So we've got a 90-day plan, da, 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 I haven't done this, I haven't done that. So you, you start negative. And we sit down and go, no, let's flip it the other way. What have you done? And you start to write down the things you've done. And you go, wow, I've done a lot. Yeah. I'm actually feeling really good about myself because I've actually achieved a lot. Not everything, mm-hmm. but I've achieved a lot. And that's a simple gap. is measure backwards, not forwards. And that's a really, really important thing for, to, to get a happiness is because you measure where you come from. So if you set a goals or strategies for the week or for the day or for the month, or the, the quarter or the year, just measure what you have done, not what you haven't. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's such a simple thing to say. If you're trying to set goals and, and, okay, I haven't quite got that goal, but what have I done? Let me write that. Oh, blimey. 
yeah, I did that. And we moved over there and did this. God, I have done a lot. It's such an easy thing to do. So that is really, really important. And and the brain, the human brain deals in specifics, not generalization. Generalization doesn't help anybody. Specifics do, because your brain tries to be a problem solver and help you sort out your specifics and make sure you achieve them. That's what it does. So when you say, you know, I want to be wealthy, means nothing. The brain can't help you. The subconscious can't help you. Nothing can help you. If you say, I want a million pounds by this date, it'll go to work and help you try and get there. But measure your success and what you've achieved and look backwards, not forwards, because that can be a very unhappy place. Yeah. And I've seen it. We talk about in Pathfinder uh, all the way through. So the Pathfinder program is all about trying to find your success, isn't it? But we also, I, I thought about this the other day as I sort of was editing and looking at the program myself, is actually we speak about happiness a lot too. Because for me, the Pathfinder program and what we're talking about is a holistic thing. It's everything. So we don't just talk about how to make a load of money and how to get your goals and how to be successful there's a whole other element to it and that that last achieve section as well is really dominant in that in trying to make sure that you are happy in in lots of other ways as well as just making a load of money or having your dream job or being really successful well absolutely and i think that's important there is a there's a couple of things i want to remember wheel of wheel of life let me come back to that one wheel of but, life okay <laughs> uh because that's that's also important but um a friend of mine, a good friend that uh, I've known for some time, I had a real uh, disagreement with him. I was talking about my book, Pathfinder, and how actually everyone's ultimate goal was happiness. And he said, no, that can't be right. Happiness is a temporary state. Why is everyone aiming for happiness? That's just rubbish. And uh, obviously, I, I went deeper into happiness to understand it a little bit more. Um, and actually, I do believe we're all aiming for happiness, whatever that means to you. And there are, it's worth just dwelling on the different levels. And I see it as almost like a, a pyramid. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you set your goals, you're quite young. And I say this with experience, because this is me. Um, and most of your goals can be material objects. So stage one happiness is literally material objects, if you ask me. They're sort of like, I want this car, I want this computer, I want this TV, or I want this, that, and the other. Um, the house blah, blah, blah. and that is number one and that's fine and another stage of happiness is your your own ego some people have a bigger ego than others so you will satisfy your ego on a happiness scale on you know maybe your status as, a, as an employee or an employer or you represent the community on the council or, or whatever it is that you have um, that's an ego gratification and then you tend to realize, actually, and, and this is really important, is that happiness comes from within, not, not outside of you. It can only come from you and not anybody else's happiness. It has to be you. So then you realize, actually, I've had all these material goods and go, they don't make me happy. You work that out. And it was a wonderful one I heard the other day. Adam Peaty, who is very local to here, very successful swimmer, uh, probably all-time successful swimmer in the UK uh, and the world. Uh, he was talking about that. He was saying that actually, you know, he wanted to look good in suits and special glasses and this, that and the other and realised um, that didn't give him happiness. He actually now prefers to play with his nephews and uh, and children that bring that happiness. Um, so I think 
you you move through a, a pyramid of going actually I've got, I now realize and this is a maturity curve as well I now realize that those things don't bring me happiness so actually I want to do good for other people mm-hmm. and that's probably the number one of what brings you happiness ultimately um, you actually do good for other people that actually gives huge amount of internal uh, happiness uh, and then you you end up in that in the right state so you go through different phases I think and you think some people almost need that progression and then some people and uh, there are people in this world aren't there who do everything for other people and that's their they get their happiness from that straight away. Well, uh, I think um, they're the mature people. <laughs> yeah, maybe they are. Because they are, because they've worked it out, actually. They've worked it out that you don't get it from material goods, and that might be through religion. They've worked that out. They're just mature. Most people aren't that mature that quick. Uh, and I've certainly gone through that curve uh, to understand how it all works. But you, And that's probably uh, experiencing as well. So you experience it. Some people can learn from other people and visualize and, and have a maturity to see and get it quite quickly. And other people need to experience it. And most people are on the experience. So, you know, I now bought this and I bought it, you know, I could buy most cars in the world, but I don't, mm-hmm. it doesn't bring me happiness. Well, it does for about yeah. a, a small amount of time. Yes. A very mm-hmm. small amount of time. And, and that's all, you know, internal feelings and happiness. There's lots of little bits. Uh, we're talking quite holistically here, but, you know, I get a lot of happiness from watching Derby County. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm watching sport on TV. I, I've, you know, done a reasonable level of sport uh, and I understand the intricacies and I just enjoy uh, watching sport. I enjoy exercising. It makes me feel strong mentally, physically. I like helping others, um, you know, and there's certain foods and dinners. I like having dinners with the family. And so there's little things along the way. Whatever makes you happy is good. Do it. Yeah. You know, some people can get, you know, cheese and Marmite sandwich or something or a toasted <laughs> one in a, in a yeah. certain way. Well, do it. That's great. What's your favourite, whatever it is. Not all the time because then it can become habitual and you become a bit lazy. But um, whatever Give those yourself little those moments. little moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. those little happiness moments. Because happiness is a... Uh, you can direct your life to be happy. Um, you, it's not a uh, an accident. Yeah. So, you know, if I... My balance is I do need to exercise most days for my, my equilibrium, if you like. Uh, I do need to do some work and to help other people. Um, and ideally, I'd, I'd watch a bit of sport as well. So, you know, you can do those in balance. Mm-hmm. And those happiness moments, as well as the big picture stuff, um, but it has to come from within you. You can't, it, it, it can only be from you happiness it can't be from external objects and things and that's that's a key one so we talked about the gap in terms of unrealistic expectations the perfect never exists so don't always keep stretching for it and being unhappy because you're not there and actually when you get there there's always somebody who's got more than you and if you're constantly doing it that's not good so measure yourself uh, backwards and what you have achieved We've talked about happiness and holistic level, different levels on the pyramid, little moments of happiness, which I think is also important. And then gratitude is, is, is a really important one. So you've got to be able to be grateful for what you've got today while striving for more. I think the human, um, human spirit is designed to strive for more and progress and reach goals. And, and uh, therefore, 
just be grateful for what goes on the journey. The easiest thing for me, and I can only talk from your own experiences, you know, I think you need to find a moment each day to be grateful. And, and I don't know when that is for everybody, it's whenever. For me, it's, it's, it's the morning because I think it can completely change your perspective. Because often when, so you do the same as me now because I've got a dog, is the first thing I do in the morning is get up and walk the dog. And sometimes if you're not careful, that walk can, 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 can become in your mind, right, I, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do that, I, that, this is what I need to do today. And there has to be an element of that where you're planning out what you're going to get done and things you're going to achieve. But I always try and think backwards and go, right, today I'm really grateful for this, this and this. And it completely changes your perspective and how you feel because you're like, wow, I have got two legs that I can walk on fantastically to walk here. I've got eyes that can see fantastic. I've got my own house to go back to that's safe and warm. I've got a dog. I've got a partner. Like once you, once you start looking at it that way, it can completely change how you feel, I think. I think that's right. I, I, we do do the same. I, I walk the dog. I've walked the dog for 25 years, or a dog, I've got two in that time, uh, but I've walked them for 25 years. A, the discipline of walking a dog at an early part of the day in itself is a success and an achievement because you are disciplined and you are doing it for the dog and you're doing it for yourself, your own exercise. But just on that walk, there's moments, even in the rain, actually, um, that are magical. You can see uh, certain types of flowers. You can see the hedgerows and how life works across. Fortunately, I can walk across fields. You know, there's cows, there's sheep, you know, that journey uh, to the plate. And, you know, just there's little things on that walk that you can be really grateful for. And it does change. And I, I actually have a little app it's called a gratitude app. I've and, got the same one. <laughs> yeah. And you can put three, three things in. I, I do three. You could probably do 23 if you want to. But I do three, uh, and it gives you a saying for the day once you've done it. And I think, um, I'm just trying to think what it's called, if we're going to share it. I think it. it's just called the Gratitude it app, It is just it? called Gratitude, yeah. It's got a little funny... Um... There are a few, but the one that we've got, I think, is the best one. I don't know if you can see it. It's got a little actually. Buddha. Is that the one you've got? Yeah. Yeah. That's and you can the, add pictures if you want. Yeah, yeah that's the you one. Can have pictures. It's called gratitude with an explanation mark, and then it's got a little picture of a Buddha. If yeah. anybody's looking for it, I think it's just very simple, very easy, but reminds me to do it, and uh, I have to type it in. Yeah, makes, you know, I if like you ever type type anything, it makes you imprint on your mind. And and why are you doing that? Well, it's a, such a powerful um, thing to do. Gratitude. If you are grateful for what you've got. And as you say, you've got a lot. Most people have got a lot. Um, then you can't be in a negative frame of mind. I think it's um, physiologically impossible to be grateful and have anger, fear, jealousy, negative energy. It's almost impossible yeah. to have the two together. You can't feel both. Yeah. You can't feel both. So therefore, if you put yourself in that state, then, then you can't have all those other things. So put yourself in the state. Why not? Again, it's, it's a conscious attitude to be happy. One of the ingredients of happy is gratitude, being grateful. Um, so consciously do something about it. Yeah. I've heard, um, when I first read about it, um, gratitude as well, I heard about somebody um some like in there maybe coat pocket like if you're on a dog walk or you walk into the bus have a little like certain rock or certain stone in your pocket yes. and then every time you touch it that's your trigger to go oh yes what am i grateful for i like that one as well i haven't I, actually I, tried that but 
yeah, that's quite that, good. Yeah, I agree. Something to remind you physically. Yeah. I think it's, it's just a, it's, a, it's an important one. That, and the more I research and read about gratitude of how it affects the mind and your and your state, it's just um, it, it's perfect. It's perfect. You also said to remind you of Wheel of Life. Yes. Um, so if you are trying to find happiness and success, um, the Wheel of Life is, if you type Wheel of Life in, in Google or anything like that, it'll come up with all kinds of things and you'll get the picture. But really you have different segments of your life really, which is, you know, one can be community, giving back to the community. Another one can be your own health. Oh, I've just knocked the microphone off. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah you have different elements so there might be spiritual there might be business and work there might be family so in that wheel of life is a whole range of things and you shouldn't in an ideal world going back to happiness you shouldn't be out of balance okay so um when i was working extremely hard i was out of balance okay so most of my energy focus was in work and family, and that was about it. Uh, even my health suffered, um, certainly wasn't contributing to the community, spiritual was just non-existent, you know, so I was out of balance. So to get true happiness, I think you need to have a balance. That doesn't mean you have to touch them all the time, but you just need to be in balance. So creating enough time for your family, enough time for work, enough time for this. Uh, and that, that I think helped even to be aware of that wheel of life actually to be aware of where your balance should be and uh, the reason is is if it gets out of balance the wheel doesn't go round so well just like a bicycle yeah yeah so if you actually you score yourself on each one so let's say you know at that time i was probably a nine on business because i was absolutely on it financially yeah. i was probably on a sort of six or seven family i was probably on about five or six if I say community, I'd probably one or two because yeah. I was, wasn't giving anything to the community at that, that point. But I knew I, where I was going with that and I'd come back mm -hmm. to it. Spiritually, I was probably minus one. So that, that wheel, if you score and you do a round circle, it's not very round, is it? No, <laughs> it's not a wheel. <laughs> so, so you're out of balance. Yeah. And I think that's, that's part of a bit of happiness as well is keeping your whole uh, in balance. Yeah. Now look, we move in and out. Well, I think that covers everything um, as generally as we can with happiness, gratitude and the gap. Um, have you got any books you could recommend that sort of go into these in more detail? Are there any that you really like? Well, I, I love the book called Happiness uh, by the Dalai Lama. That, yeah. that changed my approach quite a bit because to understand how you you're affecting other people and uh, how much ha happiness it is um, internal rather than external. That was a really useful. Dan's book on the gap and gain is fantastic. It's yeah, quite hard. Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan. You, if you type in gap and gain, Dan Sullivan, it's a very short book, but it's so powerful because it is uh, so impactful that measure yourself in the right way. Yeah, and right. if you are the kind of person who has big goals and big dreams, which we're encouraging you to have, then I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle to go along with it. Otherwise, you will end up in the gap. Yeah, and, and being in the gap means unhappiness, basically, mm -hmm. because you're never hitting that ideal that's in your head. 
switch yeah. it round and you will find uh, quite a lot of uh, uh, benefit really. So I think those would be probably the two two biggest. Well, thank you very much uh, for listening to this podcast, the Pathfinder podcast. If you want to learn um, anything more about the Pathfinder program, it's pathfinder.me. And uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thank you. Okay, bye.